Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special edition of Making the Call. We got a Christmas gift for you all today in December, December 5th. Daddy has handed me the keys to the Mustang and he told me not to wreck it, but we'll just see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> Andrew's not here today. He was dropping bombs or something, got a bomb dropped on him. We might get censored for that, but he's he, long story short. He's working at 6.30 on a Monday night, so sucks to be him, but we do have Rosie. Hello, Rosie. Hello. Hello. And Alex, he didn't want to be here. He's flossing his teeth on stream right now if you're watching on Twitch, but he's That's here. That's why you got to watch, folks. Yeah. How's it yeah. going? But so I guess, Andrew, we're thinking of you. Not really. This is going to be a train wreck, and we're going to love every second of it. We're going to make you listen to everything and hope that we don't drag your name through the mud too much. Um, but just just to get let's let's get things started. Let's get the juices flowing. Uh, big news this week in the MLB free agent market. Rosie, what are your thoughts on Jacob Degrom coming being a Texas Ranger? MLB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. it. That's it. That's the league. Uh, what's right. the M stand for? <laughs> Major. Misses. And the L? Uh, it's a tough one. Okay, in all Are you actually waiting Alex, for it? Alex, how do, you, how do you feel about this Jacob deGrom sighting? I mean, what, what, it, what? I'm sort of on the fence with it. Like, it's a splashy move. It's going to get people into the park, but I am concerned about his health history. And other Dallas teams have done this before, bringing in somebody with questionable health history, and it just hasn't worked what out. What do you mean health history? You play baseball. You can't get hurt. Oh, uh, he's a pitcher, and he's oh, got... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one position where Thanks. you can actually get hurt. <laughs> oh, he's a pitcher. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah, he hasn't... your body's not meant to pitch baseballs <laughs> at 102 miles an hour. <laughs> not... Yeah. Great sport. But he hasn't pitched over 100 innings since 2019, so that's the only concern. But when he is healthy, he's definitely a top three pitcher in the league. Like, I think his ERA hasn't really hit above two, and I don't know since like 2018. I really I haven't checked that, but as long as we can keep him healthy and it'll get people in the stands, like it's another good first step for the Rangers who haven't had the best pitching in a while. The lineup is pretty much set, so. We'll see who else they can bring in. I'm sure they're not done making moves, but uh, what what do you, what did you think about it, Trent? That's that's what I was saying. Is as this move doesn't make any sense to me unless they're not done shopping. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say about the Rangers pitching staff next year, it's going to be immensely better because yeah. they have brought back the goat, Mike Maddox, to be the pitching coach. Mike Maddox is the guy that made Derek Holland a top of the rotation type of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's exciting. Um, I, I do like Jake DeGrom. I think he's the best pitcher in baseball when healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we'll see. Maybe we'll go get that Rodone guy. Uh, but hopefully I think he knows Bruce. Very Stewart interesting Bochy. for the Rangers. Very interesting. Um, but let's, let's just get into the meat of the podcast. What we're here for the NFL. We're all experts. American Obviously. football. That's what I get paid for. Yeah. yeah. If you guys have listened to the podcast at all, you know that we are all the best experts in the world at this. Uh, we know a lot about football. 
Um, but Rosie, let's start with your Detroit Lions. How about the Lions? Yeah, let's go, baby. How many how many runs did they score? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> they ran a lot, but <laughs> um, they didn't punt on Sunday. Actually, no punting. That. No punting at all. Best punter the, in the league sat the bench the whole week, right? Yep. It was it was really great to see. I mean, it was chilling. Probably the most complete game the Lions have played in like five years. Not even an exaggeration. I gotta say, when I saw that Jack they were playing Jacksonville, I was a little worried. Jacksonville just coming off a big win. I kind of thought Jacksonville might have turned a corner and I thought the Lions might be in some trouble. But now the Lions are finally getting healthy. They got Jameson Williams back. He didn't do anything, but he's back. So it takes. They almost play Matt Gunner, but they didn't punt. So <laughs> did uh, you hear about that? No. Uh, I didn't. The Fox broadcast was talking about how to get Jameson kind of like warm to the game. The Lions are going to play Matt Gunner because he's been really good at that at college because he's so freaking fast. And they were gotcha. like. That's so dumb. He could get hurt. Uh, this is why the Lions struggle. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> NFL coaches are NFL coaches and broadcasters are broadcasters. Yep. Yeah. They, they just say a lot of dumb things, especially on the Fox broadcast. I mean, have you ever heard of a gunner getting hurt? I haven't. <laughs> no, because most of the time gunners are athletes that they right. found on in Walmart or something. Um, but don't look now. Lions have won four or five. Currently sit five at seven, second mm-hmm. in the NFC North behind a fraudulent team. Uh, Rosie, how are you feeling about playoff hopes? Maybe are you thinking about that at all? Or are you just kind of playoffs? No, it's gonna no, it's gonna bite you in the butt if you raise your hopes up a little too much. Or what's going on in, your, in that little mind of yours, huh? <laughs> My little mind. Um, let's be honest here, guys. Lions are a top seven team in the NFC. Oh, seven, yeah. They they could have they have an argument for seventh. They beat the Commanders and the Giants pretty handily. Okay, yeah, um, those, those and those two teams are going to make it into the playoffs. <laughs> so, I mean, I I think eh, one of them's not going to make it. They'll eat each right. other alive. Keep going. I mean, they they tied though, so that really yeah, doesn't help. That doesn't I, help. Definitely not. I think in terms of playoffs, they should talent wise, they should be in. They they're I think they're gonna have to run the table, and I don't think that's possible, even though I would pick them to win the next five games. Yeah, so those next five games at home against Minnesota at noon. You got noon Kirk though. Never uh-huh. know what's gonna happen there. Um at the Jets. With who knows who, Joe Flacco, Mike White, probably Mike White. Yeah. Uh, at the Panthers with whoever they can scrape up from minor leagues. Lots of baseball references today already. <laughs> um, and then at home against the Bears, and they finish the season at Lambeau. So you think they can win all five of those? I would pick them to win all those. and okay. But it's hard to run the table. Every team's competitive. But yeah, yeah. I, I think you're really... For the Lions, they're looking for next year, especially with probably getting a top three pick from the Rams. And you just want to keep seeing. I mean, Lions have the second youngest 
team in the league and they're now starting to show out. The two rookie sack leaders right now are Aiden Hutchinson at one with six sacks and James Houston, our sixth round pick at two with three sacks. And he's played just luck. It, it is kind of lucky. He played 15 <laughs> snaps though. He has three wow. sacks on 15 snaps. Yeah, that's that's kind of bonkers right just, there. Uh, so oh, I mean, young guys are showing so, out. Give me give me a percentage, Rosie. What 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 like one to a hundred percentage? What what's the percentage they make the playoffs? I think twenty five percent. Oh, it's not that's bad. Kind of high. I think their odds are at like eight or something that they make the playoffs. It's gonna, but they're healthy now. They're healthy for the first time yeah, since like yeah. week three. Finally, like DJ Chark balls out on Sunday. Yeah, he was. Um, he hasn't been healthy till Alex, just now. Alex, you want to give a percentage? What do you, what, what are you thinking of the Lions right now? Dude, mm, I'm, I'd probably go a little bit lower than 25% just because all these games are winnable for the Lions, but I don't really see them. Maybe they'll blow out like the Panthers, but other than that, all the other four teams are pretty close to evenly matched. And I, the Vikings should be favored this week. They're not because they play everyone close. But honestly, if they beat the Vikings this week, I think I bump that up to like 40% because they'll be feeling pretty high beating the uh, division, division leaders at home, winning three of four thing, and they should have beaten the Bills on Thanksgiving too. So they'll, they'll be feeling themselves if they win this week. And they're favored. <laughs> which By is one point. Kind of crazy. I mean, I it's if I was making the line, I probably wouldn't favor them. I mean, just based on record, but it's I guess yeah. Vegas looks beyond just record. And I think the Lions and Vikings are pretty pretty even. Pretty evenly matched, I think. Not this weekend. I see zero chance that Minnesota's gonna go into Detroit and Detroit's gonna let them win the NFC North in Detroit. That's just not going to happen. I think the I think Detroit's going to blow the Vikings out of the water this week. But we'll get into that because we're supposed to be talking about a recap week. Andrew told me stay on task, stay on task. So <laughs> that does lead me to the next game we're going to talk about. Vikings survived Mike White. They win twenty seven twenty. White Lightning, um, baby, dude. It was what striking. Happened? What happened? No, at the end? Mike White, Drew Brees. <laughs> I missed the second half. Like, how do they come back? What happened? Mike White, that's how they came back. I tell you, that guy, Duke and Ball. And Garrett Wilson torching the DBs. Yeah, I think he had 168 yards receiving. So there was a quote from Vikings defensive coordinator. They asked him, so how do you feel about the Vikings being bottom five of the league at yards per game defensively? Hmm. And he said. Not good. (laughs) No. Do you know what he said? He said, I don't care about yards. I care about points. Wait, on defense? Like, well, yeah, on uh, defense. At least the points. And that, like, to me, that's a fireable offense right there, that response. Interesting. I mean, they give they gift offensive 300 yards a game plus, which is just, it's, it's infuriating as a Viking fan, watching the defense go out there every week and every time, like, freaking Mike White, making Mike White look like Aaron Rodgers out there throwing for 400 yards, and, oh, we scored more points than them. It doesn't matter. No. Still matters. Still matters. It still matters. It still matters (laughs) because, I mean, you're not always going to have Kirk to bail you out. 
true. No response. Or will you? <laughs> <laughs> or will you? Um, bum, bum, but uh, Kirk didn't look great. He started over seven, I think, completions. And it was a bad over seven, too. It wasn't just uh, under throw, whatever. It was probably should have been three picks somewhere in there. Interesting. Um, a lot of drop the picks. Throws, or? The throws were so bad, it just it surprised the Jets' defense, too. Um, <laughs> like, oh, the ball. It, it was, it was kind of I, – I remember saying – Middle of the second quarter, Vikings were up 20 to three. I was like, I don't know why I was, I, I said, I know this is going to bite me in the butt, but I don't know why I was scared of the Jets. And then I was, and during the second half, it was just field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal. And the Vikings were three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. And I was like, this is, this is getting ridiculous. This is not going to end well. And if you sure had enough, a Greg Zerline in the Browns defense in your fantasy league, you probably won. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But yeah, sure enough, it comes to a interception in the end zone again for Minnesota. Um, I I know all year I've been saying the Vikings are good, not lucky, but this was def- this definitely felt lucky. To yep. Well, Kirk's had a couple that, of these games now game. where he's like looked really bad, especially in the first half. I mean, he looked that way against the Bills, too. And those actually turned into turnovers. So mm-hmm. it's just you you hope that during the playoff run that Kirk stays okay if he can have a hot streak. Because if mm-hmm. when, when they're playing against like the 49ers or something, I'd be worried. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, they yeah. beating the 49ers. Well. No, sh- no shot they beat the 49ers. Hold on. it's we Should we break the news about the 49ers? Just. Sure. We're moving into that. Technically, so 40, that's at the top of the dock. So <laughs> it is probably the biggest story of the week. Jimmy Garoppolo, unfortunately, broke his foot in what was the first quarter. Brock Purdy came in, looked pretty good. If you're a big Brock 12, Purdy looked like Jim Jimmy G. So <laughs> he looked pretty but, good. Like he's he looked like a pretty good bus driver, but if you know the Big 12, you know who Brock Purdy is. Like He's not like fantastic. He doesn't have the best arm strength, but what he can do is he can follow his script, get the reads. If the reads aren't there, he'll throw it away or hand it off. But he's not going to probably win you the Super Bowl or get you to the NFC Championship game. But I think what he can do is probably still win the division, get them to the three seed, and then see what happens from there. Really, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, he's the same as Jimmy G, and that's because Jimmy G is not that good. Like, I think he's a little bit more mobile, at least, but that's just yeah. Of yeah, he might be better than Jamie G. It it really doesn't take much. I don't think no, they're. I think lose now. I, I think this injury is bad for Jimmy G in more than one way. Yeah, he's he's I, lost his job. I well, not only that, I think that he could have actually gone somewhere else and probably get paid to be a quarterback somewhere yeah. else. But once that people see that Brock Purdy is doing just as much, if not more than he was in San Francisco. I mean, that's system quarterback is all he is. Well, and he gets hurt every single year. Every single year he gets hurt. That's why you had stars like Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard taking them to the playoffs too. Yeah, I read an article that Jimmy G's teammates think he's kind of a little pansy. Really? It's not surprising. I thought they loved him. No, like as far as injuries go, 
Like you oh, see quarterbacks no. like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers out there with a broken thumb, broken rib, whatever. Uh, Drew Brees wants to get back in the game with three, four, five broken ribs. And then Jimmy G's got like a thumb dislocated on his non-throwing hand and he's out. And yeah, I, well, this I, I read an article. An he he definitely got hurt. You, no, you saw yeah, him yeah, break yeah, his yeah. foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it didn't look saying. great. I think he's going back out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like he's he might be a little bit of a pretty boy. Is all I'm saying. Well, so it's kind of like, and I want to get into this because I want to talk about the Dolphins too. But Jimmy G, Kyler Murray, Tua get hurt all the time. I I feel like all three of them are pansies. Like. Yeah, Kyler hurts his hamstring every single year. You can guarantee that he's going to be out for at least two games a year. And then Tua, every time he gets sacked, it's like, oh, uh oh, did he get hurt? Did he get hurt? He's questionable this week with an ankle. He should play. But I mean, every time he goes down, it's like like a sack of potatoes. And (laughs) I, I just don't think that you can win with these quarterbacks. I don't think that you can win with Jimmy G type quarterbacks. You need you need someone with either a strong arm like Stafford who can get the ball deep. You need someone who's mobile or you need someone who's accurate like Tom Brady. And people were saying that about Tua before this last week. And Tua turned back into a pumpkin and he sucked. And that's well, yeah. Here, here's what I'll say about that. This is the first, so Tua hasn't lost a game in what was it like thirteen weeks that he started and finished something ridiculous like that. But in those that uh, during that streak, he didn't play any defenses. Right. The Forty ers defense is top two in the league, maybe top three. Maybe I don't think Denver is getting enough credit, but that's right because their quarterback has too many bathrooms. Um. <laughs> I, I saw a great tweet uh, yesterday saying that uh, Tua hasn't looked this bad since the last time he played a top 20 defense. <laughs> Got him. So, and he, oh. he didn't have either of his tackles. Waddle was out for most of the game. I get he has excuses. It's just the decision making. Yeah, Like he's not a perfect quarterback. And to play the game how Tua does, you need to be a perfect quarterback like Tom Brady. You need to have under five interceptions a year, or you need to have, bring something else to the table. He was at three going in this week, interception, and he got two. But I, I think this is a good loss for Miami. I think they were riding pretty high. They have all these weapons on offense, and Tua's been looking great. And then they just get brought back down to earth by a really good defense. And – I don't. I feel like I've been saying this a lot in the past couple of weeks. Is some losses are good because you get humbled because you're so high up on that horse, and then you just remember that you are in the NFL and any team in this league can beat you. So you can't take any week for granted. You got to go out there and play best football you can each and every Sunday. But that's just. I'm. I'm glad you brought the Dolphins up because I wanted to get that out there too. I knew – I'm not going to say I knew they were going to lose, but I thought maybe once they played the 49ers, they were going to get brought back down to earth, and then we'll see what happens the rest of the year. But um, anything else on the 49ers, Dolphins? Do you think there's any thought in them bringing in 
maybe another veteran like Baker just got released today. Like it'd probably be a little er- late in the season to learn the playbook and then trying to get him ready for the playoffs. But do you think they'd think about that Wait, at all? Why? Are you talking about the 49ers? Yeah, the 49ers. Because okay. Baker just asked for his release today. So that's sort of connecting the dots. Maybe they're linking him to the 49ers and that's why he asked for the release. But I sort of think it's too late in the season to really bring on a new guy. But what do you guys think? On the surface, it seems like a smart move. Like he's a first overall pick and he has talent and maybe he's just having a bad year, but he, he has been by far the worst quarterback in the league this year when he's played Mm, and Russell Wilson is playing right now. (laughs) Mm, No, like Baker Wilson in that category. He's playing worse than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson Mm. at least had one good game where he was completing passes. Baker is missing everyone. And I think if someone were to claim him off of waivers, they'd take his 1 million plus. Yeah, 1.3 or something. Nothing big. Yeah, nothing big. I don't think he's even worth that. He's so bad right now. I think he needs to go to the XFL for, for a year or two and like find himself again or just go do commercials. Cause he was great doing that. Yeah. Go be an those actor. Great. I love those. Those are really good commercials. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I think if I'm San Francisco, I probably do bring him in just cause he is cheap. And who's your backup now? Well, yeah, I was just Lance, looking that up. Jimmy G. Isn't so it? they brought in Josh, Josh Johnson. Yeah. And he, Josh Johnson can ball, man. He, <laughs> He's he's been on the most teams ever for a player hmm. at 15. <laughs> this is his third stint with the 49ers. But last year he came in for the Jets one week, had like a 300 plus yard game. He came in for the Ravens one week, had another 300 plus yard game. And I think he came in for the Broncos too, but no, he got signed by the Broncos in the offseason. I, I think Josh Johnson is probably better than Baker right now. Okay, so you don't you don't think that Baker goes to San Fran? I think he could. I don't think it'd be a good move. Yeah, I, he'd at least be surrounded by like a good O line and some weapons. I think CMC would kill him when he gets there. Oh yeah, CMC. <laughs> yeah, he would not be too happy. Oh gosh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Um, <laughs> Alex, Seahawks. Seahawks, let's take the floor. The floor is yours. Uh, I mean, there's nothing. Can't make her season. <laughs> there's nothing too much to like talk about this game. It was sort of an ugly game by the Seahawks. The Rams, Sean McVay sort of just owns us. Coming into the game yesterday, he had a 7-3 and three record versus Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. And he, he just always coaches a really good game. And their players always seem to play up when they play us. But it was sort of just a back and forth. It started out weird. We lost all our running backs. Like Kenneth Walker had his first rush was went for 30 yards. And he ended up jamming his ankle or something. And he was just out for the rest of the game. We lost DJ Dallas too. So we had no running backs. So it was really just Geno passing around. The defense couldn't get a stop to save their life. So Geno had to go on a two-minute drive. What? I said, I know that feeling. Yeah, it's not the best, especially for viewing. But Gino had to go on a two-minute drive, and he was able to do it. I think it was his first ever comeback win as a quarterback in the fourth quarter. 
And wow. the, the last drive was really good. He made a lot of good throws. Like the uh, winning pass to DK was a really tight window. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was covering him, and he just fit it right in there and caught it. So season's still on. We really needed to win that game. Like if we had lost, it, it's probably playoffs are over. They go in a little bit of a tank mode, try and get a top 15 pick of their own. But everything's still to play for now. The uh, 49ers, we'll see what they look like with Brock Purdy coming up. But that Thursday night game is still basically the whole season. Like if we beat them. Oh, it's Thursday. It's not this Thursday. It's in two weeks. Oh. We, we play the Panthers this week. I'm already sort of in my mind thinking that's a dub, but we'll see about Trap that. Game. You just yeah. you just read the definition of a trap game. I know, I know. I'm <laughs> the Seahawks will play it out of their competition too when they have to, which they is do. very annoying. But if we take care of business on against the Panthers, we still have the division in reach as long as we beat the 49ers at home. Well, but, here's uh, the thing: so- Gino has not had a bad game yet. He looked huh. really good against the Rams. Yeah, and he did. Is he, he ever was- going to like? I don't know. Decline? I, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure. It happened by now, right? <laughs> Has he plateaued? I mean, the game last week, he up. didn't have the best fourth quarter. Like, we needed a game-winning drive like we did this game, and he just wasn't able to deliver that. But obviously this week sort of showed some improvement there. So we'll see. Like, right now, I'm sort of, yeah, just riding with Gino. It's going to be expensive in the offseason. That's my only worry with how good he's playing. And I hope that's not fool's gold, you know? I hope Let this one's walk. just like a THJ contract year where he's just hitting all his threes and the next year he's going to come in and not know how to play again. Well, well do you know who he kind of reminds me of right now? Mm, I, I feel like I haven't seen this comp enough. Yeah, give it to me. I can't. I'm not. I can't. Uh, Tannehill. It. He looks a lot like Tannehill. How Tannehill came from the Dolphins. Yeah. Over for Mariota with the Titans and has played like a top 10 quarterback every year. I like that comp. Like he had to wait a little longer, but other than that, pretty good comp. Yeah. Uh, Cam Akers. Cam Akers, man. <laughs> Two I think, tutties, man. I think what if you just look at deal? Cam Akers' career versus the Seahawks, I think he definitely, that's the most yards per game against any team in the NFL is definitely the Seahawks. No doubt. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We just can't tackle him. I don't, I don't get it. He, he's good. He's just, He's playing behind probably the worst offensive line in the league right now. And John yeah. Wolford at quarterback. Oh, my God. Did you see his, like, Hail Mary attempt? He couldn't even – he threw it, like, 20 yards short, and our middle linebacker just caught it like he was throwing it to him. It was sad. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I, don't, I think Rams are going to lose out. <laughs> I don't know how they can win another game. I don't know they're how about, they even kept this one close. They're about to have the worst record ever as a Super Bowl champ, like defending. They it's don't bad. have that locked up already? I think they do have it locked up with this loss this week. Yeah, pro- probably after this loss, it's basically a done deal. I feel bad for Bobby right. Wagner, too. He was balling. Yeah. But. All right, I'm going to take you guys somewhere you've never been. Oh. We're actually not true because you were here. It's week one of the NFL season. I'm telling you, week 13, Broncos are playing the Ravens. And I say, Lamar Jackson gets hurt in the first quarter, out for the game. Ravens only score 10 points. Who wins the game? 
<laughs> uh, gonna go- week one, Brian, I'm saying the Broncos win like 24 to 10. Right. <laughs> That's probably what you I would, would say be too. wrong, sir. Oh, interesting. Because the Denver Broncos lost to the Lamar Jacksonless Ravens 10 to 9. Real scorcher. Does someone want to update us on the Russell Wilson bathroom touchdown? Twelve bathrooms, eight touchdowns. Okay, so it hasn't changed. Yeah, the bathrooms no. are playing really good defense this week. No touchdown passes <laughs> by Russell Wilson. Taking a dump on Russell. <laughs> I mean, we took a dump on him last week, so I don't know if we can do it again. We got like the runs or something. It's just, just like a weekly segment at this point. Yeah, but, it's his own fault too. I mean, you. You hope it gets better after this year, at least. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, <laughs> he's going to be there. So, In theory, I, it will just because they'll be healthy at least to start the season again. But you Jerry know, Judy looked pretty good. It's going to be the same. They don't have a draft Sutton. pick. They do have a first round pick from the Dolphins. We never saw him with Tim Patrick. 25. Too. Greg Dulcich looks good. So, yeah. I mean, there's hope for next How year. Do you- this is how do you guys say people look good when they're scoring nine points a game? That makes no sense to me. Is it really all Russell Wilson that everyone else looks good? That just doesn't. That, that well, can, it's a play calling too, and they don't have a running back. Yeah. The running back is Latavius Murray, and it's just like half the team's injured. Like yeah. all his receivers are gone. Offensive really, line is trash. Those guys it's, are injured too. Yeah. So I mean, it's Russ's fault. Russ and Nathaniel Hackett. I think Hackett should get fired at he the will. end of the season. He absolutely will. I don't see. A, I don't see a, any roadmap to him being the coach of the Denver Broncos next year. Aaron Rodgers made that man. So I, I think that you bring in someone that can help Russ. I mean, you you bring them in solely to help Russ. And it, I think also what the problem is is the way that defenses are being played. This year and last year is a too high. That is Russ's game. If he doesn't have a deep shot, then he doesn't have anything at all. Yeah, he absolutely hates the middle of the field and can't see it either. So, yeah. Short if quarterback. You, Seahawks taught everyone in week one, too. If you make him go left, he's pretty bad that direction. Like, he can't throw across his body great either. So, there's uh, definitely so a formula out there. I, I think that this is more impactful for. Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley looked the exact same as him. No, 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 no. Uh, Huntley had a game winning drive. Huntley had one good drive. That was his only good drive. He had a lot of rushing yards. I, I And okay, Huntley looked good. better than him last year, too. Oh, boy. So, I mean, I'm not saying that Huntley's better. I'm saying that Lamar doesn't want to be on the Ravens next year. He doesn't have any weapons. So what do you think? No one can look good on this offense. So Ravens might as well. Where do you think he goes next year if he's not on the Ravens? Well, he liked a tweet. Ooh. (laughs) He liked a tweet saying that the Lions beat the Jags. Oh, the Lions. (laughs) So, I mean, I I, I don't know how I'd feel about it, but. I don't know. Golf looked pretty good yesterday. Oh, I don't believe in golf at all. You're going to have your pick of quarterbacks at the third overall pick. From I, don't, LA Rams. I don't know if I like any of the quarterbacks coming out of this draft. It's really Bryce or Bust for me. Yeah. And, the and thing Bryce, with Bryce is going is to the Texans. He's so small, too. 
I'm not worried about that. Uh, you see, small quarterbacks have success. That is true. And we got Kyler. Honestly, like I feel like he said success, Alex. I know that I was walking <laughs> on <that> back. <laughs> I think anyone can succeed on the Lions' offense at this point. Without yeah, how it is right now, definitely you got all the weapons in the world. And so, I if if Lamar just doesn't sign with the Ravens and the Lions don't have to trade any picks to the Ravens to get him, I'd pay him whatever. I pay him whatever he wants. Three hundred million, done. Jeez. Lamar, yeah, that's a lot. That's that's what he's asking for, and I don't think that he'll play for any team unless he gets that. But if you have to give up like two first round picks and sign his contract, that's is not he worth it. is he a free agent or would you have to trade for him? I thought he just got he, franchise tagged. He is a free agent after this season. He can still get franchise tagged. Ah. So they could tag and trade him. And if that's the case, I don't think that any team should trade for him. Because, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have any weapons. He's not playing that great, though. He he really isn't. But, yeah, give him $300 million to come to my favorite team. I just, Maybe I he'll look better on a better offense. That's what I'm saying. Well... He he has the talent to be great, to be great. It's just I don't think he's in the right situation right now. I, don't, yeah. I just I don't think. And if you trade all your picks, then he's not being brought to the right situation either. So it he has to be on a good offense that's going to be good for a long time. That's when you pay. Yeah, with, with with constant cheap assets rolling in with first round picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can see that. I just don't think that the Lions' offense is. I mean, they're great, but I don't think Lamar would thrive in that offense. I think the Lions need. I beg to differ, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, having, I mean you I watch mean, it more than I do, so you're probably right. But I just think they they have so many weapons, and if you can't throw to them, then you're kind of useless. That's a good and Lamar, point. L- Lamar can Lamar can throw a little bit. I'd say he's average to below average passer in the league, but he's he's obviously elite rushing like a scramble quarterback. But I I think I think the Lions need a little bit like Jared Goff if he was good would be the perfect quarterback for the Lions. So you're saying Stroud? Mm. No, he's Ohio State guy. You know how I yeah. feel about those guys. He's going to Enterprise. Anyway, that's enough Lions talk. Let's move on. Okay. What's next? Uh, Commanders, Giants. This was meant to be a tie (sighs) from its inception. There's some NFL Illuminati going on here. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Both ties this year have ended in 2020. Oh. Did not know that. Did anyone really so, watch this game? I did. Taylor Heineke, <laughs> he's hilarious. I love watching him so much. He's so bad the whole game until he needs to clutch up, and then he's amazing. It was like fourth and five on their own 30 with two minutes left, and he's rolling out of the pocket. He's about to get about to get hit, and he just throws a prayer up to Curtis Samuel, and Curtis was like wide open and catches it to extend the drive. It was yeah. great. So 
Did this game change your opinion on either team? No, no, not yeah, at all. I mean, if, it, if the game ends in a tie, I don't. I mean, I kind of thought Giants Washington. Are frauds. Giants are frauds. Yeah. I don't know if you can say I'll, that. I'll say this: Daniel Jones is the real deal. No. In the first half, he went ten for eleven, and his um, his one incompletion was him spiking the ball. He's had a really, really good year, and he was killer on the ground. He just needs someone to throw to, like not just Darius Slate. That's what they desperately need to draft is a receiver that's actually going to want to be there. I I think Quentin Johnson would be perfect going there. Yeah, Quentin Johnson and Wondell Robinson for the next five years, sign me up. Oh, yeah. I think those are some two super elite up-and-coming wide receivers. Um, we didn't get to really see much from Wandale this year. He's been battling injuries, and hopefully, knock on wood, that's not going to be his career because I, I do think he's he's got potential to be really good in, in the NFL. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think the, Gi- the Giants are just – their defense is starting to get a little old, so their window's closing quick. So, I don't – do you guys think Danny Dimes is the quarterback next year? Yeah. Is he a free agent? If, if not, he yeah. He is. Well, it depends on what he costs. Like, if he's not demanding, I think, I think they'll tag him. I don't. I think he's probably worth about what twenty, twenty-five mil a year. Like, if he gets a tag, it'll be more than that. But I really don't know I think what he'll he's, take that too. I mean, he's by exactly, far had his best year. Yeah, I wouldn't know what he's gonna demand, but if it's reasonable, I think they'll resign him. Can you see him going? Like, where else would he go? Would he would he be a career backup if he's not the quarterback this year for the New York Giants? Uh, what about like the 40, or would he go start somewhere? 49ers, maybe? No, I, mean, I, I see him if he doesn't succeed with the Giants, he's gonna be like Trubisky. And yeah. just wander around being a go to, average go to whoever dra- whoever drafts Zach Levy's or whatever and mentor him for four games. Perfect. What about like the uh, you go to the Lions, Rosie, if you want him? Isn't is Jared Goff a free agent this year? No. Oh, well. We know, yeah, that. You could cut him, but didn't he carry a large dead cap or no? Uh next year it'd be like ten million. That's not so, so bad. That's pretty easy to get it's rid of. It's not great, but not bad. I mean you you keep I don't think the Lions are gonna do that. See someone like the Panthers wanting Daniel Jones too, that might be a decent fit. But I don't know. The Panthers are sort of a train wreck right now. Yeah. They got to figure out who their coach is going to be. I have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I, they're having an identity crisis down in Charlotte. Yeah. Or in Raleigh, wherever the heck. Really, ever they since Cam there. Newton left, they've been trash. They don't even know where they play. Um, moving on, the other NFC Beast team, uh, Philly. Philly. I really, I, I got to be honest with you guys. I didn't see a way the Titans were going to lose this game. Really? Well, really. Jalen Hurts. I, I thought they <laughs> lost a little bit of a heartbreaker the week before, and I thought they were going to come out with fire and torch the Eagles. I thought the Eagles were on the downtrend. Um, Interesting. I was wrong. You didn't even I'm think about the there. revenge factor with AJ Brown at all. You no. just thought. I thought that was just out the window. But that's a great point because the story of this game is not how bad the Titans were. It was the connection between Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. 
that yeah. one catch, his second I, touchdown, I think. I oh, don't my gosh. I don't East. get it. Cornerback was draped all over him if you didn't see it. And oh he somehow caught I mean, he just landed right in his chest and he caught it. I didn't think of the A.J. Brown revenge game until that catch. I was like, oh, that's why he made that catch. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. All, that all makes sense now. <laughs> um, and, like, Titans stopped the run like everyone predicted, but it didn't matter because shout out Eagles the, Eagles, the Eagles stopped the run themselves, too. Mm-hmm. Henry had 11 carries for 30 yards, which that's pretty bad for him. So does this game... I don't know. To me, it solidifies my pick in the NFC as the Eagles. Right. Yeah. At least for the first two, they got that. Especially with going down, I don't think there's a team in the NFC that can beat the Eagles. I agree. Well, I'm pretty – I'm excited to see the Eagles-Cowboys matchup again later in the season. Just – they should both be pretty healthy. Cowboys might have Odell by then. Maybe. We'll see. But – I saw they were meeting with him today. Yeah, he's going to beat the Mavs game tonight. December 5th, 2022. But yeah, that's really going to be the game that decides the NFC, at least seating wise. And I'm pretty excited for it. So it's not that no one can touch the Eagles, but they're definitely the best. Especially if Jalen Hurts plays like he did yesterday. I was really impressed with him throwing the ball. Like, that was by far his best. Like, he was really accurate, fitting it into tight windows, like that touchdown we talked about. And honestly, if he keeps playing like that, he's going to win the MVP. Do you think he reads news articles? Like he seems like this the, the guy that's I don't, super I don't chill. Think any quarterbacks media, anything. do that. But I, I was reading something does. this past week where there was <laughs> yeah, someone probably, he's head case. Someone in the front office of the Eagles that was like, yeah, Jalen Hurts isn't the guy. And then he goes out and just torches the Titans, who are supposed to, supposed to have a really good defense. And he, he puts up 35 on them. And so I, that just to me, that screams, yeah, he looked at it. He saw that article and he's like, "Yeah, bet." All right, I was like, "I got Let's you." See what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he is the real deal. Maybe he's not going to be the best quarterback in the league, but he's got a real, good enough to win. Yeah, he's got a real shot to win the MVP this year. They've finished like fifteen and one, or no, fifteen and two, sixteen and one, which I don't think they're getting less than fifteen wins. Their schedule's pretty Thank easy. you, Alex, for leading me to my next point that Andrew put on the dock. Oh. Is he your MVP favorite? Yeah. Well, basically yes. what I just said, if he keeps yeah. playing like he did, I don't see any way how he's not going to win the MVP, especially if you're the quarterback of the best team in the NFL. Like, that's just the formula right there. I want Micah. I want Micah Parsons. He's going to have to get like four sacks a game down the stretch. To even be in, is he even in conversation like for the MVP? What was the last time a defensive player won besides MVP? Andrew? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't that JJ oh, did he win? To the internet. After Who's this that? Break. Oh, crap. Beep. Beep. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, he's probably not. I, I don't think any quarterback has played like. That great. You got to go all the way back. Is it Lawrence Taylor? To 1986, Lawrence Taylor. Beast. The last player in the NFL on the defense. That dude was a fiend on and off the field. Loved the rock, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I got no idea. <laughs> no clue. You meant by that, Alex. Um, so we think that Jalen Hurts is an MVP favorite over Patrick Mahomes. Did we think that going oh, into yeah. this week? Oh, yeah. Especially not necessarily. But this week, Bengals beat the Chiefs for the third time in 2022. Um, Great game. It was a fantastic game. Always is between the two teams. What are we, what, 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 what's our takeaway from this? Are the Chiefs just are they afforded one loss, or are the Bengals again all of a sudden? Yeah, we were in the Super Bowl last year. We're coming back. Joe Shiesty owns them, man. Uh, I mean, it wasn't even. It, yeah, it was twenty-seven, twenty-four, but it really didn't feel like a close game. It felt like the Bengals were just winning. It, it felt like the Bengals were the better team, start to finish. And it's because of all the weapons they have. I mean, Jamar Chase making crazy catches, T. Higgins killing it. I think the offensive line is finally doing okay. And yeah, Chiefs stuff out. If you don't have Kelsey, who else are you going to throw to? MVS is going to drop every pass that's thrown to him. And Kelsey had that big fumble too that pretty much sealed the game. Yep. They need Tony. They need Tony back. Yeah, he's just. I don't know what that what is with that dude. He just can't keep his hamstrings healthy. Got to speak it to an existence. Cooper Cup to the Chiefs. That would, that would be unfair. That would they cut year. him? <laughs> oh, okay. Cooper Cup to the Chiefs. Cooper Cup to the Chiefs. Cooper Cup to the Chiefs. Okay. They like that like... happen, right? That's how it works. Or I mean, if Sky Moore, I mean Sky Moore kind of has the same game as Cup. Just maybe he's a little bit smaller, but if he can develop at the end of this year, I, I think he's good enough to. They just need someone other than Kelsey. They need a, a receiver who's really good. Um, yeah, Kelsey's thirty three. He's not getting any younger. So, and they got Patrick Mahomes for eons, eternity. Yep, forever. He's going to be a quarterback of the Chiefs till I die. Um, but this all of a sudden, all the AFC thrown up in the air. Chiefs and Bills are both nine and three. Bengals, Ravens, Dolphins, all eight and four. Who's winning the AFC? No one looks dominant. That's, That's what I was saying. Everyone's saying like, "Oh, Chiefs number one for sure." No, I think uh, they drop games. They they don't have a complete team yet. Yeah, I and think their the defense top is rough too. My top three would probably go like Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, yep. just because the Bengals sort of own the Chiefs and then. The Bills are going to have home field. And we don't know what the weather is going to be like in Buffalo, but that's just a big factor in itself. It's sort of like the Packers when they have home field in Lambeau. Like, it's just going to be cold, windy. You never know. So that'll be interesting. What do y'all think? Yeah, I, I I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. Um, it's not Bengals, clear, though. It's not clear. I agree. I think yeah. the Bengals move, move into second for me anyways. I, I think the Bills are just injured. I think they they got a lot of injuries they're dealing with. I think when healthy, the Bills are better than them, but it's the NFL. You're not going to be healthy in Week 13. Um, the Dolphins, we saw their first kind of speed bump. We saw the real Tua. Yeah, they play the they play yeah, the Jets maybe. next week too. They had a tough yeah. schedule coming up. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Uh, here's some notable remaining matchups between these five teams. 
that I just wrote. I'm reading word for word off the doc. It's like Andrew's here. Um, Miami gets Buffalo week 15 in Buffalo. There's no shot boys from Miami are going to go up to Buffalo in December. <laughs> no sun to help you now, ho. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Seriously. That's a revenge game for the Bills, too. That, that, yeah, Bills are gonna, I, I think the Bills are going to crush Miami. And then week 17, Buffalo gets Cincinnati in Ooh. Cincinnati. That'll be a really good game. I think that has potential to be the game of the year just because of what's going to be on the line. I think in week 17, you could pot- potentially see. I don't think we've seen him play yet, have we? Joe Burrow-led Bengals no. and... I'm excited for that game. But that that could be – it has potential to be for the first seed in the AFC. Yep. Well, that's uh, Bengals already own – Yeah. Bengals own the tiebreaker over everyone but the Bills who are in the playoff race. Sign them up. And then we get week 18. Baltimore goes to Cincinnati. I can't see this game meaning – I mean <laughs> – it's it's hard to say for the, eight and four and they're in the same division. The Ravens but might need I, to win it because they're going to be without Lamar for a couple weeks. They might drop a few. Technically, sort of, they're sort of in limbo in the division right now. For, yeah, for now. But, but the Bengals are going to catch them. But I, I think outside the Dolphins and the Ravens for me. So Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. They could all be the one seed, in my opinion. Any objections? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's really just whoever goes on a hot streak from here. So I think it'll be the Bills if I were to pick. The Bills or the Bengals would be my two picks. I still believe in the Chiefs, but, you know, just recency bias right now. They really need to rely more on their uh, Chiefs. I, I think that if they rely more on their run game, because, I mean, they're running at like five yards of carry and they just don't utilize it as much as they should, I think. And it, honestly, a sneaky fantasy guy, if you can pick him up for the playoffs, Jarek McKinnon. He looks like the best back for the Chiefs and he's starting to get a lot of work. Hmm. And if they do start leaning on the run, league winner right there. Probably on your waiver wire. Minnesota Viking legend, Jarek McKinnon. Rest in peace. He got, I mean, he was great when he was Viking. Um, Anything else? Week 13? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, Something just sort of quick here. The Raiders of all teams, they've won three games in a row. Coming up on Thursday night against the Rams, they could be Six and seven after they beat the Rams on Thursday, and they have the Patriots, Steelers, Raiders, Rams on Thursday. Oh, yeah, but they got Patriots, Steelers, 49ers, and Chiefs to finish. I think it's pretty plausible they could finish nine and eight with that record, and that might be enough to squeeze them into the seventh seed. What do, what do you guys think? I really I like the way they're playing game. right now, especially Josh Jacobs is looking like one of the better running backs in the league. Jer- or Derek Carr is finally coming into his own. They're figuring out that, hey, we got Devontae Adams. We should probably use him a lot. And it's been working the last three weeks. They've won three in a row. They got this quick turnaround against the Rams, and then the Patriots, eh. 
Steelers also not playing for much. Like, I don't know. I just, I believe in the hot streak. If they just keep riding off wins, they could go nine and eight, 10 and seven. I could see it, but they're not beating the Patriots. There's absolutely they're not no beating the, oh, oh, you want to bet? Yeah. Yes. I don't know what to bet though. I don't see the, I do not see the Raiders, especially with a division like the AFC East right now. I can't see the Raiders sneaking in at nine and eight. Yeah, it would take a couple of teams to fall, but I think there's a potential with the Ravens without Lamar, the Dolphins sort of coming back down to earth and playing some tougher teams. I think it's still wide open there. If they have to win out pretty much, but it's looking a lot better than it did three weeks ago, that's for sure. I would still say the Chargers have a better chance. They just beat the Chargers. I know they but don't they play again? They don't. So they're one one? Correct. Yeah. yeah. One okay. on one. Well, then they both beat each other. It's just. This is true. Can I go on a rant for a second? Go ahead. Absolutely. I, I think we said at the beginning of the season. Chargers could be really good. Chiefs are going to be really good. And we thought the Raiders and Broncos were going to be really good because of all the pieces they got. And you just thought that they would improve from last year. Because they didn't subtract anything, they add something. We did say though that the two teams that could fall apart were the Raiders and the Broncos, and then the Chargers are injured again. So this division sucks. I was so excited for it, and honestly, like fire Brandon Staley. Yeah, I agree with that. He's the problem. He hired Joe Lombardi as an offensive coordinator. I think Herbert has the lowest depth of target in, in the league. How do you not utilize Justin Herbert's arm? You are literally neutering him on the field. It sucks. <laughs> no more nuts for you. <laughs> yeah, I heard somebody call him today just basically like Philip Rivers Jr. Like he's got all the talent. It's just the coaching and the injuries and all this stuff just going against him. And he's right now it's just a 500 team. And honestly, like if I was any NFL team, I would never hire a de- defensive coordinator as a head coach. I'm staying away from them. Defense is not the way to win. Well, and it, even when defensive coordinators like do get hired Dan, as. Wasn't Dan Campbell a defensive coordinator? No, he was an assistant coach and he was uh, a tight end in the NFL. So offensive side of the ball. Okay. You, just, you don't see defensive coordinators succeed, even on defense. The Chargers defense is one of the worst in the leagues. After Packers. bringing in Khalil Mack and uh, what what's his name from the Patriots? And they had that safety, Derwin James. They just signed him up for a long time. Yeah, I mean, just don't, don't make defensive coordinators head coaches. It doesn't work. I don't think I can name you one coach that's a defensive coordinator other than like Bill Belichick, mm, Mike, Tomlin? He's a was Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Mike seems Zimmer like a was good for three years. Who? Mike Zimmer. Yeah, and then he just sort he of lost. No interest. longer a coach. Yeah. No, he turned into Satan. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he's not getting a job again. Well, he might. No, he won't. I mean, he's old, retired, dating supermodels, so he's had his life. He's fine. <laughs> Chilling. Do you have so, any like right. who would Fire you bring Staley. in? Who would you bring in to like fix that? Do you have any anybody in mind? 
I mean, really, anyone from the Shanahan tree. Yeah. Because you, t- you talk about someone that can utilize the deep ball. I mean, Joe Lombardi was on the Lions, and he neutered Stafford. And Stafford was bad for a couple of years because his depth of target was so bad. So the, the only reason why this guy's getting a job is because his last name is Lombardi. It's ridiculous. If I was a Chargers fan, I'd be pissed. No, I think would be interesting. He's in town. Lincoln Riley. I think that'd be a great fit for Justin Herbert. He could have two mansions. (laughs) Probably already does have two mansions. The only thing is he probably wouldn't leave USC so early, but... Well, he doesn't have any loyalties, so... That is true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jim, what's next? Uh, that's all we got for week 13, unless you guys got anything more. We, I mean, I guess we should mention that Aaron Rodgers still owns the city of Chicago. Yeah, it was close, though. It was, it was close. really close. Chicago, you're getting there. Keep coming. Yeah, Keep I'm coming. Getting, a little, getting a little nervous about Fields. He's not showing the ability to finish off games, which, I mean, it doesn't really matter Who this cares, year. man? Their defense is so bad. Like, Yeah, but you want to at least have him show that he can do it at least once or twice it's not on the quarterback at that point uh, if you can't stop the Packers offense this year then you yeah. you're gonna lose games that's definitely okay. I thought Justin Fields had like one of his best days passing all year finally I just I don't see him I like I mean he could run cool that just it's really cool last, <laughs> sort of like a it taller is really cool it doesn't last long in the NFL even like even guys like like Lamar Jackson, they've had to find a passing game. Yeah, I just I, and I he's don't... finding it. That's the thing is he'll definitely have to improve that this offseason. and yeah. they'll need to draft another receiver, get him some more weapons, get him some offensive line help too. They're not yeah, yep. great. In I don't that think department. they need receivers as much as they need linemen and defensive players. Yep, Agreed. I mean they got a lot of draft capital in the most cap space in the league, so they got plenty of. They don't have a lot of draft capital. I thought they did. Uh uh-uh. Well, they have the most cap space, so that helps. If they can trade down. I would. Yeah. Um week fourteen. Just just a quick recap. We'll keep it short. Um, Let's ask Andrew. Like exciting matchups, right? Is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah, what's your what's the, the most exciting matchup you're looking forward to? Uh I'll be Andrew since my name on Zencaster is Andrew. All right. Um Andrew picked the Browns and the Bengals. Cincinnati's four and a half favorites over under 49. Um, I don't really know why he picked this other than it's a division game. Uh, it's Deshaun Watson. Massage back. Watson. We, I guess we didn't, even mention, we didn't even mention that. Deshaun's oh, back. He no, he's not Deshaun either. Watson. He's Massage Watson. He didn't do anything. He throws a touchdown pass. What I, I, I saw the, the, the Browns had like 24 points and zero points on offense or something. Yeah, it was a... Uh, Kick return, fumble recovery, and one other reception. Pick six. Yeah. There you go. I I think in that game, the only touchdown, offensive touchdown, was in the last two minutes of the game, and the Texans scored it. What a Good boring game. Yeah. I, I I tried to amp that game up last week, I, and I, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm ten, sh- I'm 10 weeks in a row on my player prop, but I can't get, I can't pick a game. Can't break it into a into a new uh, into a new thing. Yeah, that's that's embarrassing. 
Um, Alex, you got a game? Yeah, I got Bucks at 49ers. Really just intrigued by this game to see what uh, Brock Purdy can do now with the week of film on him. It's Tom Brady, too, going back to his hometown in the Bay Area. 325 marquee game. Like It's a pretty important game for myself, too. I sort of need the Bucks to win, but I think it'll be a pretty close game just because 49ers have such a good defense, and the Buccaneers' offense is sort of middle of the pack. Rosie, you want to lay up or what? Uh, I'll let you have it. Uh, I was going to take the um... – oh, shoot, I lost it. It was Bills. Uh, you Jets. you go first. You go first. Are they playing the Jets? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see that game. I, yeah, me too. I, I I think the Jets should have had a better result on Sunday. Um, so I didn't get to watch a lot of that game. Back. Just the end when Mike White was killing it. Yeah. What what happened in the first half? Uh, both teams, both offenses looked really bad. Dalvin Cook had a few big runs. Uh, Mike White threw an interception on the, his own 30-yard line. Um, Vikings running game looked pretty good in the first half. And then, the se- and then third quarter, Kirk showed up and just kept – I'm telling you, man, it was every drive in the second half, the Jets were field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal. And they were just chipping away at the lead. And then Mike White threw an interception in the end zone to end the game. And Kirk had one – Kirk had one drive in the – fourth quarter that ended in a touchdown to Justin Jefferson. But besides that, Kirk did not look very good. Um, the running game looked pretty good for the Vikings, but again, I don't know what it is. They just, they never run the ball, um, which is, is fine. Bring Zimmer back. <laughs> yeah. Zimmer was adamant that he's going to run the ball. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but so I, I'm excited to see – Mike White again. I really hope that they just stick with him the rest of the season. I don't know why they wouldn't. No one I, I think there's been some rumors that Salah is going to bring back Zach Wilson at the why? end of the year. I, I, don't know. Also seen, I don't know. Unless I've they get out of the playoff. Yeah. There's no point. Mike White is young, though, and he has shown the most and he's got the offense like the off the locker room with them. Like they believe in Mike white, not Zach Wilson right now. <clears throat> but so the, the bills are nine point favorites right now. Huh, I would definitely spread. take the Jets to cover that. I think the bills still win, but I, I think the jets are, I guess Salah was a defensive coordinator. Oh he's yeah. Doing okay. We'll see though. We'll see how, how long it lasts. But I'm yeah. excited about that game. So you yeah. can have the layup, Trent. Here you go. Well, I, I, I didn't really want the layup. That's why I was offering it to you. Um, oh, I'm sorry. But I'll, I'll take the layup. Vikings-Lions this week in Detroit. I think I, I said earlier about how I feel about this game. I don't see a way that the Vikings win this game. I just don't think a division rival is going to let them win the division on their home turf. Um, so I, I've kind of already – I've already written off this game. So – <clears throat> and that's not just me covering my butt for next week. When Rosie was like, "I told you, I told you, the Lions were better than Vikings," because um, I don't. Think I never that's said true. that. I never said that. <laughs> I, I, I said they were just true. as good, though. I I still stand behind that. Despite, I the think they're capable of beating Minnesota. I'll give you that. Um, but I, I I think the Lions are proud. Like this is going to be another one of those weeks that make the Vikings look bad. Um, 
but we'll see. Uh, game I'm really interested in besides that is Jaguars-Texans. Uh, both teams coming off pretty embarrassing losses. Um, hmm. Division rivals, you'd say. Yeah, sure. And uh, Jaguars still <laughs> trying to... Jaguars trying to cling to a to a anything. playoff spot. Anything, yeah. yeah. They're not going to make the playoffs, but Titans they got to show something because they are yeah. really bad against the Eagles. Um, I'm expecting Henry because they look they look good for about four weeks there, and then these past two weeks they've just kind of crapped the bed or whatever. But yeah, that's the game I'm looking forward to. Um, you guys got anything else? You got any, uh, how the Mavericks doing? They haven't started yet. Yeah, so they're terrible. Tip off in a couple uh, minutes. I'm not, I don't have big helps against the Suns, especially when it's not the playoffs. The Suns sort of own us in the regular season. And uh, I just don't like watching the Mavs right now. It's really yeah, frustrating. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Uh, I, don't, I don't watch basketball. I don't know. I, I feel was like watching the Mavs a little bit last year. Jalen Brunson was definitely more of a key than we thought. And losing him and then Jason Kidd being stubborn about his lineups. Uh, it's just not a great formula, but we always start out slow anyways. Like last year around this time, we were 16 and 18 in January. And we went on a run. So we'll see if we can do that again. But right now it's not a fun time. Stars, Stars are doing good though, right, Trent? Yeah, I mean, they look really good. Uh, yesterday, they were down 5-1. Yeah, last year, they were down – or last year. Yesterday, they were down 5-1 in the third period with 10 minutes to go. Scored four goals in about five minutes. Tied the game up. Lost in a shootout. Uh, That's all right. The other point. point's big, yeah. Yeah, the point – that is a huge point. Uh, last year's Dallas team folds and doesn't even compete in the third period. So um, – yeah, they've been really fun to watch. They haven't been this fun to watch in 10 years, I think. Maybe longer than that. Yeah. They've always been the team that's just going to grind you to death and win 2-1 or something. And they're winning games like 6-2, 6-5. And they're fun to watch again. So it's exciting. If you've never been into hockey, this is probably the year to turn turn a game on. Um, I, I don't been. say that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't say that often. I think this is a team you you can get excited about. Um, if, if you want to know any more, uh, there's no place Twitter to watch hand. it though. Yeah, that's true. Shout out Bally. Um, but if you want to watch them, let me know. I have lots of ways to watch them and I, I can hook you up with a login or something. Um, I don't know if that's legal. Talk to me. So after the show. pretend I didn't say that, but my Twitter handle is at Trent Dunnick. Dunnick is spelled duck with two I N's in the middle. <laughs> Hit me up. Um, that's I gonna do it for the show. I got one, oh, one maybe more not, thing. Maybe not. I got a fancy question. Oh All dear. Right. I'll post it well, on Twitter. I love these. In Dynasty, buy, sell, hold, Tua. And y'all can answer it now. I, I think it's fun to discuss it when I ask. Uh, it. I think and I'm then gonna we'll say, see what everyone else says. I'm gonna say sell. His his value is still probably pretty high right now. And after this game, if you think even if he, yeah, even. Just one bad game. Some people might be like, ah, he's still having a good year, but I think he could plateau right now and just sort of fall off a cliff. Like, I still am not too big a believer in tours, so 
I would try and sell, get a couple first round picks, maybe even a first round and like a decent starter. You could stick in there while you get the rookie, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm probably selling him as well, but that's not saying much. Cause I sold him for Kirk cousins at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I, the problem is it feels like everyone is down on Tua. It feels like you can't really get what he is playing as right now. Um, He's a QB 16 overall and he's missed. Uh, what is it? Four One, games. two, three. Yeah. Four games. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's playing. Well, if he finishes as a top five, quarterback by the end of this year in points per game. Then would you try to sell him? Well, probably not. Cause that would mean that he's, he played well down the stretch and then he'd probably mm-hmm. just keep the asset and see what happens next year. Cause they, he's got all the weapons in the world. And if he shows that he could play with them, like, yeah, I would just keep him. Yeah. I just don't think two is good. I, I'd be trying to sell for whatever. Yeah. Despite what I just said, I think you could definitely get a first and maybe a second or like another quarterback with that. But like, if you had a chance to get Bryce Young, and he's probably going to the Texans or Tua, I'd probably take Bryce I'd take Young. Tua. I wouldn't. Yeah, and it's the Texans. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking a Texans quarterback anytime soon. Watson was good for a while. Yeah, their their top their top target wants out. So I, I I'm not taking a Texans quarterback. Yeah, well that's all I got then. I'll all post right. that question on Twitter. Dad yep. joke, like retweet, tell your friends. Yep. So my mother in law, I was up in Minnesota last week, gave me a new dad, same bad jokes book, Heck and yeah. it is a book full of dad jokes. So we got content for you for days. I'm going to have to ask Alex to pick a number between 1 and 123. Wow. 83. 83. Yeah, we'll go to page 83. Okay. These are all really bad. Um... I'll do all three. Why not? Why are skeletons so calm? Why? Because nothing gets under their skin. That was not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's number two. A couple has a baby. For four years, he makes no sound and does not speak. Then one day, the mother gives him soup and says, This soup is cold. And he says, This soup is cold. The parents are amazed and ask, if you can talk, why have you not spoken up before? The child replies, up to now, everything's been great. (laughs) That one got me. (laughs) I like that one. I like those long developing jokes. I once skipped school to go bungee jumping with some friends. We all got suspended. Ah. Let's end on that one. Yeah, we'll end on that one. Hopefully next week, uh, Andrew will not be bombing any or getting bombed or whatever the heck he's doing. Um, Twitter spaces this Thursday. Twitter spaces yep. this Thursday around six o'clock. Is that when we normally do it? Six, six thirty. Around there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Uh, pay attention to our Twitter uh, at Making the Call One. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted there. Um, Alex, Rosie, thanks for a great pod. And yeah, we'll fun. see you guys next time the call comes in. 